After Dark, episode 21. My name is Nick, joined here with my wife, Brooke, and Pastor Brian. Episode 21. This is wild. And Leanna, every time. It's me. I'm literally looking at you. I know. We're also joined with our creative director, Leanna. Hello. Sitting stage right. (laughs) And we just wrapped up an amazing night at youth. It was donut night. Donuts. I donut. I didn't didn't get a donut. donut Um, You know why? Because Krispy Kremes are not worth the calories. No, Krispy Kremes are amazing. It's it's all reliable. Super mid. Whoa. 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 Okay, first of all, Krispy Kreme is like, it's the Hershey bar. It's the Coca-Cola. It's the American staple. Yeah. Is it the best donut? No. Okay, I don't know. Category. I feel like it's up there. And to I be mean, honest, when people are like, you got to get them hot? No, because then it's even more, it's like I'm eating like a flake. Like no, it's, it's like, like, it's like you, uh, sweet that was, air. You can eat. In my mouth. Yeah, it's like air. I'm like, what is well, this? Well, the good thing no, about Krispy Kreme donuts is you you're saying, of them. See, you're saying it in a negative way. I'm but saying in a positive way. But if you give me an Amish market donut, I'm like capping out at one and a half. Why would you need Brian, more what's than your favorite donut? donut? Yeah, Amish market donut. Amish market donut. Specific flavor? But which one, though? Because they're not all equal. I mean, they're all. peanut butter and then. Depends what kind of mood Yeah. But like, like but what I'm saying is that's also like a yeasty donut, and so is a dunk. I mean, a Duncan. Duncan is negative one. Yeah. As long as you're not saying that. Why do I want a stale, disgusting donut? Williamstown Amish Market is superior to Mullica Hill Amish Market. I didn't want to believe it until I went. I will say the one thing in the South we like I've never heard of before until I moved here was an apple cider donut. Really? Ooh, I do love it. People don't. No, it's not a thing. I do love well, the apple cider Virginia, uh, like up in Charlottesville, yeah. they have like orchards where like you can go and like pick apples and they like thrive off apple cider donuts. Virginia, I guess. like borderline. Uh, yeah, we're Virginia is lame. <laughs> we're on the cusp right there. Um, Mason Dixon, literally. <laughs> we're literally just right there. That's right. Uh, well, tonight was amazing. We <laughs> we're just. Chatting about donuts for I 20 like minutes. Brooke doesn't know what's going on. She just sits there and just looks around. Shit there. Well, I was going to say a lot about Virginia and then make fun of that. But then I was like, <laughs> I I'll knew stop. I was stepping on a landmine yeah. there. <laughs> we love Virginia. No, we Virginia's don't. Virginia's for lovers. Does. Isn't that what they it say? Is. It is. It is. Ohio. No, no Virgi- that's Virginia's Virginia. for lovers is like. That is their little I mean, that's not. Who cares about Ohio? I mean, but that's not how the song goes, you know. Are you talking about Hawthorne Heights? I am. Oh, wow, Hawthorne Heights. Miss oh, me. Nobody knows that, that is, including myself. I so. do. If you I had a, everyone does. If you had a punk emo phase, Hawthorne Heights know? was. No, it's true. The feels. Hawthorne Heights, feels. Taking Back Sunday, Say a Sin. All right. This the is used. irrelevant to Mayday. youth watching this. I know. P- people are like, are these bands? I don't know who these people are. Some of them will know. Some of them will know. Yeah. If you None know, you know. Um, we continued our still here. Series tonight. Yeah. Um, talking about being interruptible. Yeah. The Good Samaritan. The story yeah. of the Good Samaritan. I, I guess the give a synopsis of the message would just be uh, allow God to interrupt you. And so no matter kind of where you're at uh, in season, whether it's going well or things are tough, uh, you know, leave margin in your life. Um, to be interrupted by God and to be used by God. And really, to, you know, the, the Good Samaritan really is a story about Jesus being the Good Samaritan for us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if we were to put ourselves in that story, we I think we would put ourselves as the Good Samaritan, you know, 
you know, there are good we Samaritan laws. We love to laws. do that, don't yeah. we? Right. We are the hero. But yeah. we're, we're the dude in the pit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who needs saving, <laughs> who has been beaten uh, down by sin and hurt. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that that's the, it's an interesting kind of uh, story, um, scripture that's found in, in talking about justification and being saved. And so, yeah, the good Samaritan, uh, that's what I preached on. Yeah. Still here. Still here. Virgin or what? I know that's what I was literally ta- thinking about that, and then I lost my train of thought there. Obviously, as yeah. I trailed off, just uh-huh. ambiguously <laughs> forgetting what I'm talking about. Margin. That's, uh, that's the type of butter. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. Isn't that are we talking about the butter? Um, and I was like, did. Nah, uh, they'll make. We always money. think on the like st- mm-hmm. your, your jokes. We, you get the same we jokes. We love trans fats here. We um, love. No, I like mar- full fat margin grass, though things. is is really uh, it, it's a, a leadership principle. I think that is so valuable to leaders. It's valuable, and I think in just doing tasks. So future youth leader. A uh, student who is watching right now, and they can't wait to be a youth leader. Can't wait. I think uh, being a youth leader is on a, specifically on a Wednesday night. I think in life too, but allowing yourself margin to um, when you become a youth leader, you're there's tasks at hand, right? Like yeah. everybody in this room does a lot of different things on a Wednesday night, and every leader does stuff on a Wednesday night. Yeah. But allowing yourself margin to connect with students, to have those conversations, to, you know, pray with students and connect with parents and whatever it might be uh, on a Wednesday night, but allowing yourself um, room and, and to kind of take it up to the next level. I think we can, we can get so busy with uh, what's right in front of us that we miss what's important. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And so we, we get really like, Oh, um, it's not allowing, um, you know, the the urgent to take a precedent over the important. And so it's, hey, yeah. there's a lot of things that are urgent, and the urgent things can often take up all your time and energy and uh, whatever, uh, all of that. Yeah. And then, but what's important is actually left to the back end. And so not allowing what's urgent to take up all your room that there's not enough room for what's actually important. And so I think specifically within youth leading, um, you can get really caught up in tests, doing whatever it might be, that you actually miss what's actually important, which is discipleship, which is praying, which is encouraging, which is speaking life over students. And so you can get really caught up in task-driven things um, and miss out on – you know, the important things, what God has actually called you to. Should have had one of those year bays. I think Nick had one. If you want one. Crashed. Should we, no, we grab you one? It's too late. late. No, it's too late. Ah, it's 916. I, I thought it was way later. No. Uh, the night is young. The oh, night yeah. is young. That's uh, literally what Brooke said as I was drinking. She's like, a little late for that? I was like, nope. Really? Never too, late. Never too late. Never too late. But no, Mar- I was thinking about Marjorie recently. I, uh, I I brought it up to, to somebody. My flashlight's on. Always. Um, flashlight is always on. <laughs> I'm like, Such I'm an classic. old man. I, know, I do it all <laughs> the time. Classic. <laughs> I told you this uh, before I was uh, in service. And I I think I was, was it taking a picture or, or I just turned it off. No, it was, it was two weeks ago. And April's like, oh, my God, are you embarrassed? And you're like, no. No, I'm like, At no, church, I'm not embarrassed. Right? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, I don't care. <laughs> not at all. Um, 
Man, I'm losing my train of thought. Tonight. Margin. 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 I was talking about margin, about what's urgent and important, and then uh, you asked about a yerbe. I asked about a yerbe, and now and I forget what I, I was. I don't know about. about you guys, but I picked up my phone. This series still here. I feel like I feel like I'm under attack. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of messages. I think that have. Definitely spoken to me. And I think that's an encouragement, too, for, like, leaders that are listening to the pod. Like, as we enter summer camp coming up, like, the messages can be for us, too, you yeah. know, and it can be things that encourage us and convict us. And uh, I'd say for me, margin is probably one of the leadership areas I struggle with the most. Yeah. I have been known to just max out, foot on the gas yeah. all the way. And I, I feel like I'm stepping out of a season of realizing how little margin I had mm -hmm. and realizing how certain things that are of most importance were put on the back burner. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like this is like a I'm on the other side of it, kind of waking up and I'm pumped for summer camp because even for me as a leader and creative director and all that, I feel like it's an injection of like this is what's most important. Yeah. Like Jesus, 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 yeah. you know. It's so it's. It's an incredibly important principle. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I, I got to keep this ambiguous. I, walk, I went up to a leader and I pitched an idea. This is actually what happened. I'm going to be very vague, but this is a, a scenario that happened. And I pitched this idea that would help them. It would help them in their leadership. It would help them with their team. It, it would be beneficial towards them. And they didn't even hear the idea out. Right, so as soon as the word started spewing out of my mouth, it was no, like legitimately, like no, no, can't do that. Don't have time. Blah blah blah. And and it would help. It would create margin, but there was so little margin in their leadership that they couldn't see a new idea. Mm. They literally could not see ideas in front of them yeah. that would be beneficial for them. Yeah. And so allowing yourself margin, I just think in life to dream. To, to be inspired, wow. to be creative. Yeah. Um, you can have so many things that are so urgent and in front of you, and you have so little margin that you don't have any 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 room to kind of look forward to the future and dream of the future. Pastor wow. Jesse has always encouraged us in that. Mm -hmm. To make sure like you have room and margin in your schedule that you're not just bogged down with uh, management and things that are here to, to, to be vision-minded and focusing on the future and leaving yourself that room to dream and innovate and, and, and cast vision. And all of that usually happens in those margins. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we can get so busy with different things that we, we don't allow ourselves that that space or that margin to go, hey, let me dream up the future here. Let me be inspired. Let me cast cast vision. Let me be creative here. Um, again, it's it's that it's the urgent and the important and we get really caught up in the urge and that we can miss what's important. Yeah. yeah we get really caught good. up. Caught up. Mm. <laughs> Youth EB coming soon. Oh, can't wait for it. <laughs> can't wait. It's actually happening. I, I was going to say that, like, obviously a lot of people in the summertime, it's very easy for them to realize, oof, like I'm burning the candle at both ends. Yep. I feel like for our leadership team, if people feel that way, we're going into an amazing season where it's like yeah. we're going into summer camp, youth EPs coming soon. Like yeah. if you're not encouraged and filled up going into a season like that, then mm -hmm. like I don't, I don't know what's well, going to do Well, you're just going to yeah. miss. You're going to yeah. miss out. You know? I mean, th this is 
and huge I, time I for our youth I think too, ministry. like, I, I hope people feel encouraged by a message like this as well, because there's a piece of you that feels like, oh my gosh, like mm. he's talking to me. Like yeah. I struggle with this so much, but really it should be an injection of encouragement of like, hey, maturity is recognizing things quicker. Mm. Yeah. When stuff is awry, when stuff is off course, that is what maturity is, is that time, the time frame of it being off to recognizing it's off and making that shift back. Mm. Yeah. Like that time should continue to shorten, you yeah. know? And I think that's one of the things that it's not that it's not going to happen. You know, we're going to get off course as human beings in yeah. our flesh. So just be encouraged. Like, this is a time we can make that shift. Yeah. Yeah. This week we can make that shift. Like, we can make that shift heading into camp right now yeah. as you're listening to this. Like, just shift the priorities back. Yep. Yeah. And I was actually uh, talking to Brooke recently just kind of of an idea for tonight. Also, we should probably get uh, – Liam in here for the student spotlight, but later on, but obviously they can grab him why while we talk about this, but I wanted to kind of just talk about the idea of testimonies. Yeah. And one of the things yeah. that I love most about summer camp is hearing the testimonies of students when they come back oh, about what so God uh, did in their life, what God spoke to them about during camp. And I was talking with Brooke the other day and just thinking about the theme of still here. Mm-hmm. And I started to think about two different types of testimonies. And I thought about the story. Um, I was in Virginia like a few months ago and I was out golfing with some of my buddies. Shocker. And we're like, <laughs> she knows we're like walking, we're like walking down the fairway and he turns to me and he goes, well, he's like, Nick, he's like, you're still here. And I was like, what? And he's like, you know, you've been in church for a while. You've seen a lot of people come and yeah. go. Even you yourself, you've, you know, had seasons where, seasons where you've walked away. And, you know, look at you now. Like, you're still here. Like, yeah. you know, look at what you're doing. You're married. You're, you know, still serving God. And it didn't, like, really impact me significantly in the moment. But I started to think about it later on and think about the fact that, like, man, I used to think that my, like, testimony you know, I used to carry, like, guilt and shame and embarrassment of, like, mm. oh, man, like, you know, there were so many seasons where, like, I was on fire for God, and then I walked away, and then I was on fire for God, and then I walked away. And it's easy even for me to, like, look at a different type of testimony like Brooks. Like, Brooke was just one of those people that, like, when she got saved, like, man, it just clicked. Mm. And just faithful, obedient, following God, you know, chasing after him. And I, I think that I realized that, after years of kind of going through the in and outs, like seeing how even when I was far from God, like God was still there. Mm -hmm. And so I think that the encouragement and kind of what I want to encourage students with going into camp is regardless of, you know, what your testimony may look like, regardless of, uh, because like when I think about me and Brooke, like we both took different paths to get here, but we're still here. And I think that whether you're a prodigal or whether you're someone who's just been faithful and obedient in every season, like God is still shaping your testimony. God is still refining you. And I think that God is going to speak to people at summer camp next week in -hmm. such a a real way, in such a fresh way. And I know we say that every year and we, we always talk about like what takes months to happen on a Wednesday night happens in just a few days. And 
I'm excited to hear the testimonies of students when we come back because I believe that people need to be encouraged and reminded that like, hey, there's no shame and guilt in your testimony mm-hmm. because you in turn will use your testimony to encourage others that are walking a very similar path. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, it's seeing the faithfulness of God in, in, in different stories. And, yeah. you know, I love you too. And I love your story. I love that Brooke is just like, just a gun. <laughs> Can't get rid of her. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, seriously. <laughs> but seriously. But no, it's incredible. And, yeah. uh, and Nick, obviously, going through different seasons, but seeing God's faithfulness in it all, mm. and that you mentioned there, that even in your season of wandering, God was still present. God yeah. was still mm-hmm. calling and wooing you and speaking to you and yeah. and bringing you back into the fold as a prodigal because that's the God that we serve. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. when As we're talking, I'm thinking about the manifest presence of God and how, mm. how, how much we... How, Really, like my heart is like, man, it's like, please, God, show up in in a yeah. tangible way, because that's really what makes camp so significant. Yeah. But then I was just thinking about the opposite about how God is always present. Yeah, yeah. And I and and maybe that that should we should also highlight that and be reminded of that that God is omnipresent, like His presence yeah. is is a, across this yeah. earth, right? And so. Um, but just to be reminded that as you sleep, he's still awake. He's still there. When you're yeah, up yeah. and going, he's still there. And so to be reminded that the presence of God is uh, is with us. Yeah. yeah. Always. Liam. Liam Bolton. You ready? Liam. Student spotlight. Student spotlight. Round Liam. three. Did Liam give me some fudge tonight? Yes. Uh, so yeah. good. Did you have the Rocky Road? Which one did I have? Uh, you had the... Chocolate marshmallow. Wait, sorry, what? There was candy. There was given? fudge, yeah. Yeah. What? I didn't yeah. get fudge. I'm surprised. Yeah. You weren't. You weren't. It was. I in, wasn't what? You weren't here. I was here. Like he was here. He was here. Chef's kiss. She's yeah. still here. Where? Where would this uh, we were happen? out in the lobby. It was delicious. And where was Ocean City? Uh, Ocean City. Shrivers. Why is it? Shrivers. Shrivers. Do you have Shivers. Is it good? Shrivers. I've heard what's other place that always gives our free samples. Fudge kitchen. Fudge kitchen. What's better? Uh, fudge kitchen. Is it? Wow. Yeah. Because they specialize kitchen. in fudge. Yeah. All right, Liam, you're here for our student spotlight. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Oh, it was cool. I, I, I told him about it. I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, we have this thing on, on Yad called student spotlight. He's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> wow. Liam's our guy, man. He's our guy. So, Liam, tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been coming to, to youth for church? What sports uh, do you play? All right. So some might say I've been to church for too long, but never, no never too ever, long. No one has ever said that. So um, o- always that. been here. O- yeah. Always been here. Faithfully. Out of the yeah. Happily. Mm-hmm. Happily. Um, I don't know a life without God, mm. and I'm thankful for that. Mm. Wow. Because some, sometimes I go through things, and I'm like, I can't imagine how people do it without them. Yeah. Preach, I, preach, preach. I think I say that once a day. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe in Jesus. I need you right now, Lord. No, that's real. That's real. And so you've been a part of our youth ministry for ages now. Yeah. Since uh, seventh grade? Yeah. And what grade are you going into now? Senior year. Wow. Oh. Wow. What school? Wow, wow, wow. Pittman. 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 Let's go. <laughs> Shout out to the Panthers. You like high school? Um, well, sort of. It's okay. It's... It's a phase. It's a chapter. Yeah. It's a chapter. Mm-hmm. What sports do you play? Uh, soccer, swim, and golf. Oh, I love that. Which, uh, what do you shoot at Pittman? Uh, Pittman, I shot at 84 the other day. Oh. Yes. Have so, you played with Breezy here? No, not need yet. Some, need some lessons from him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's awesome. awesome. What's, your, what's your best on Pittman? 
my best on Pittman is probably like a 90. Really? My best score ever is 83. Oh, well. Yeah, that's so that pretty that good, he's <laughs> I don't know, 84. That's gifted. But he plays like high yeah, school. You just there. You just play <laughs> all yeah. the time. I played know. in high school and I was no good back then. <laughs> really? But it was it was so like our school was my my high school is where Allen Iverson went. So like that's it was zero relevant. No, what? He had to plug that. He had to plug that because he had. No, Philly hero. Philly hero. No, no, I say that to say uh, that. And I also met him twice. But our it's, high that's school not. had a heavy <laughs> emphasis on basketball and football. Yeah, but yeah. you didn't play either of those. I didn't play either of those. So what I'm saying was, heavy emphasis on basketball and football. Golf was very much an afterthought as far as sports uh -huh. were concerned. So it was very easy to make the golf team back then. Mm -hmm. uh, Told you I was going somewhere with it. So yeah. when I joined, I was no good, but I still got my varsity letter. Good enough. Hey. Did you meet AI? Yeah, I've met him a few times. He, uh, well, he, he, <laughs> we hung out he all, a few times. This is actually Close a really buddies. funny story. My uncle owns a restaurant, a seafood restaurant in Hampton. It's amazing. Where you I'm from. Go. He came in there to eat back when I was like 11. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that's Alan Iverson. My dad's like, hey, you should go up and get his autograph. And I'm like, yeah. I was, so I go up. He had just sat down. I go up. I'm like, I was. I go to, like, say, like, hey, can I have an autograph? His bodyguard man turns and says, Alan's eating right now. <laughs> he had just sat down. Yeah. Not even a napkin, not a coaster, not a water. Yeah. Just He's sat eating. down. And I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I kind of had a slight towards him for years. Yeah. Wait, did you go back? I didn't okay. go back. You didn't go back. Fast forward about 17 years, 18 years. A long time. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> He comes in to my uncle's restaurant, which at the time I was the manager of. Yeah. And he comes in and he sits down at the bar, and I'm the manager behind the bar, and I'm like, oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> you're, Not, still, you're still serving him, though. No, no, no. Because no. I'm like, I manage this establishment now. We're going to kick it's him mine. out. It's mine. Could have if I wanted to. No, I was like, I was like, hey, Mr. Iverson, can I get you anything special? Like, oh, can I get one for free? I, got I, got, I ended up getting the autograph, so. Did you get it? Yeah. Wait, when was this? I, I don't have it. It's at my parents' house. When was this? What year? Uh, 2018. What? We were dating. I don't remember you telling me this. It was like on, it was like on a napkin. I don't remember this. Why would you get it on a napkin? You don't like, have a well, piece of paper? I was like, oh, well, I got a basketball the, conveniently. The, <laughs> I have a jersey. Uh, it just happened to appear. Car, I just go grab them real quick. But Wow. Yeah, so uh, full circle. Yeah, that's cool. Sorry, back to Liam. Back to Liam, our student. Well, to, ba to bounce off that, um, I pumped gas down on 322 at Wawa. Yes. And uh, Eagles players like Flesh live cuts. in Monica Hill, so I uh, filled... Uh, Jalen Hurts. Wow. Hey. And uh, who was it? Crap. You can tell I'm not an Cox? Eagles fan. Yeah, yeah. Most Cox. of them were, most of them were irrelevant. Anyway. Yeah. You gotta worry about oh, it. you wow. like the Broncos? Why yeah. do I know that? I do. You like the Broncos? Yeah, Broncos. Fan. Very avid Broncos, Broncos, Broncos fan. That's so random. So random. It is very random. I liked uh, Peyton Manning. Yeah, everybody likes Peyton. What a, what a laugh. All right. Uh, mm -hmm. What do you mo? What, what's your favorite camp memory that you have? You've been to every camp? Uh, well, since I was allowed. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, probably my first year at Halawasa because, um, Halawasa. Mason, Mason was there. Money. And, uh, Sal Mason was money. there. Double M. Sal. Sal Donnie. Yep. Yeah, and, uh, they kept, uh, 
calling me fresh meat, and I felt fresh. a little bit um, out of out of place. Okay. So that didn't feel nice, and then I. <laughs> That, that was, an, that was a little bit, nice. but I showed him up when I beat him in Tribal Wars. Oh, so. nice. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't taste it. He's like, I got selective memory. That didn't happen. I'm oh, that's awesome. All right, what are you most excited for for camp this year? Um, just the worship. Like, I started realizing as, like, I've gone through middle school and high school that I don't give enough, like, I'm the one yelling, but I've never sat and thought about the words, and I've started to realize how powerful, like, worship really is and the meaning behind it, and it's not Mm -hmm. just, let's get excited so we can have fun. It's more of a, like, actually worshiping Jesus. Yeah, Yeah, so good. Love that. Anything else, guys, for Liam? Does he have Um, a funny, what your favorite, funniest memory? Do you have, like, a funniest? Uh, funniest memory. Um, Jay Flipping. Wait, when what? they were the like, war. yeah, on the tribe uh, war, that was video was there. Uh, that <laughs> ongoing heart attack watching that. Yeah, yeah. that but was, that was incredible. It never gets old. It was, might have been probably the the best tribal war I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, right. Jez Boyle, Jez Boyle, KD, and uh, Jake, and that was a problem to begin with. And it was just four grown men just. I mean, going as hard as they can at each other, and it was. And uh, that's what turns out. That was ripped it apart. That Matt's whole thing. I mean, the mound just destroyed. It was awesome. As and it we'll be. do it again this it year. It was what I was here for. I know, Joe's boy. I camped this year. I'm excited. Yeah, that's good. All right, Liam. Thank you. Thanks, Liam. Scott for Liam. Thank you. Didn't realize he was better at golf than I was. Well, yeah. Nick's gonna go home and like. Yep, hitting the range after this. Yeah. Got to, got to put, got to put in the hours, you know. Thanks, Liam. Now Nick's gonna want to play with him just to see. For sure. Now we're gonna have to do a one v one. I love it. Maybe we're gonna run to the Cape Cup. It's, it's the Cape, Cape Cup. Cup. Hey-o. No, Hey-o. Not it's great because golf's such an integrity sport. It really is. Where like people be like, ah, oh, shot a seventy two, and it's like. First of all, no, you didn't. <laughs> How do you sleep at I night? I seen you play. There's yeah, no way. I'm not even. I, I'm. I'm just starting to take score, and then maybe halfway through the round, I go, ah, okay, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've taken enough drops now. You know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the double strokes, you know, they. Yeah, this is getting pricey. I've lost a good a time. number of balls. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. played on a team with your brother this past weekend. Oh boy. And he. <laughs> He's the only person I know that will start around with like three golf balls and he'll finish it with 47 golf balls, mm-hmm. a handful of tees, and he'll find a club. Yeah. He's like a he, collector, he, right? is, he is the scavenger on the golf course. This is Bert? Yes. Yeah. Oh, he will so always annoying. like come back with just talking about a rules follower. Yo. Ugh. Yeah. This man, he is, he Out is of the golf He's like rule book. We're like, yeah. no. 100%. I've been playing for years <laughs> and if I ever have like a question, I'm like, hey, like, let's go with this. He's like, Technically, yeah. you get one club length relief. You can drop it right there and hit I'm it. I'm absolutely All right. Yeah. I trust you. Yeah, we had that uh, tournament we played. It was like a you know, cart path. You had to play it off the cart path. And it's like, dude, you're no, just no. going to break your club. Like, yeah. It's cement. Like, what are we talking about? Bert's like, no, you got to play it off I the cart I did, I did that once oh, before. Oh, cement? Yeah. I'm yeah. crying. No, I did that with George once, and I literally took a big chip out of one of my golf clubs, and I was like, I'm never doing this again. I'll just, I'll take the penalty. Yeah, I take the penalty. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Tough. Um, uh, make sure cool. you're watching Liv. Go- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Liv. Liv. You guys don't know Liv. Liv. Liv it's the PGA. Uh, they're trying know. to take out the it's PGA. It's the rival 
tour to no. PGA tour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very it's a whole new. thing. Neat. Big, uh, big. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's an issue. Controversy. Controversy. Yeah. <laughs> big controversy. Lots of drama. Problemo. <laughs> Problemo for the PGAO. No good. All right, summer camp. We'll see you on Friday. Summer camp. <laughs> My gosh, but next we're doing a pod no, next we week. We got a whole nother. All right, week. we'll do a Not pod this next week. Friday. Pod next week. See you next Thursday. It's no youth plan. next no week. No youth. But you'll hear from us still. You'll we'll hear see from you us Sunday, and don't then we'll see you Friday. Yeah, don't show up expecting youth next week. Because there won't be it. We'll be here. Yeah. We're still here. still here. But we'll see you at camp if but you're we'll registered. For you. It's going to be amazing. Always. Anybody? Last words? Nope. Church on Sunday. Next Friday, summer camp. Oof. And that's that. That's, yeah. that's, that's that. I'm ready day. to party. No one knows that joke except for you. Well, youth, day we love day. you. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 21 of Youth After Dark. We love you. We'll see you next week. Peace. Be blessed. Be blessed. Hey, church, True North Youth is happening on Wednesday nights right here at our Mullica Hill campus at 7 o'clock. It's from 7 to 8.30, and we really want to cultivate an environment of just relationships and encouragement right here at youth. So no matter where your student finds themselves during the week, whether they have a, a good week at school or a t bad week at school where they're struggling in sports or wherever they may find themselves, they can come in on a Wednesday night and experience some encouragement, some hope, some peace that they can come in during praise and worship and have a God encounter. And we really believe that when they come into youth on a Wednesday night, they're gonna leave change, empowered and encouraged. So we would love to host your students here at youth. Seven o'clock right here at our Mullica Hill campus. We would love to see them out.